0: You know, I really like Anchor, and I have a soft spot for the visually impaired world. I have a a huge number of friends that are visually impaired, and the next post is, I'm going to echo a post from Vicki, and she has a lot of good points. And, you know, if you guys want to, you know, if anybody hears this and you want to, Right to anchor customer service and say, "Hey, what about a couple of things she's saying?" I think that would be fantastic because you know the the, you know, the apps like this really open up the world for people, especially when they you know they're visually impaired. and I, And I don't mean that from a oh feel sorry for them kind of thing because trust me, you don't need to feel sorry for these people. Most of them are probably, you know, they're pretty sure folks. They don't need any sympathy. But they do, but they could use some tools. And it wouldn't take a lot of effort to, to, to add a few, you know, to change things. And most people wouldn't even notice. So, anyway, so I'm going to echo Vicky's thing. And, and if you guys want to follow through and, you know, write to customer service on and and ask about some of the things she's talking about, I think that would be fantastic. Because she does have some pretty valid points. Alright? And, uh, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. I am on I-70. Traveling east. With my faithful sidekick, Doug, by my side. As I go across the mountainous, hilly, deserty landscape, I wake upon the city of Green River. Green River used to be a thriving community. But during the Bush administration, it took a major setback economically. It used to be a major tourist place sell a lot of melons there. Melon stands everywhere. It's a little town in the middle of nowhere. You can get off on one exit, go through the town and come back and it takes you right to the next exit. We stopped there today. We were on the west side of town. I decided to go through town. As I traveled through the town I noticed A few businesses that were open that were closed the last time I was there. I noticed a few that were closed that were open the last time I was there. With more of the hotels closed. The little mom and pop motel places. The town looks run down and abused. 22 years ago when I first started driving, It was a thriving little community. The kind of place that you thought, wow, I'd like to check that place out. Now it looks like a beaten old housewife on its last dredges. Thrift shops, used clothing stores, the community golf course, the grass all brown, I don't know, something about it, just sad to me. The local motel, the swimming pool was filled in with dirt. The windows were boarded up. The paint was chipped off the walls. It just seemed so sad. Green River, Utah. Green River, Utah. Then once you leave Green River, Utah, all you see is a brown landscape, rolling hills and mountains. It's quite quite spectacular, actually. Soon, the sun will set. And then I will be in Colorado. And then the adventure begins. Hey, Kingfish, thanks so much for uh, stopping by my station, taking a listen, and I uh, have to admit I really enjoyed uh, reading your description where you say people might think you're slightly insane. I understand that. I get the same thing all the time. <laughs> all right, have a great day, and, and be safe out there on the road. Bye bye All the slightly insane people gotta stick together. Power to the people.
1: Kingfish! I really wish there were an easier way to do call-ins. You know, I'm listening to the station and then there's a comment button and I can't call in, you know, and do these. I have to go try to find you in my my profile and it's just a totally... You know, that's probably probably one of the worst features here or uh, the worst design choice. But anyway... Um, that's not what I really came for. I came because the singing totally, totally cracked me up. And if I could have recorded that right away, then I might still have been laughing. So yeah, um, Anchor cheated you. And what was the other thing? I was going to say something else, which I can't remember now. Um, I'll call in again if I remember. Oh yeah, I hate Trump too.
0: All right, I had to listen to that last call-in twice, it made me laugh so hard at the end. Uh, no, actually, Anchor saved me, Vic. What happened was, is I don't remember the exact words for that song, so I just remembered up until that point and that it saved me, so, I mean, I know it's a really simple song and there's not that many words to it, but I was listening to it, as soon as I hit the Vegas, I, I put the song on just to listen to it again. And uh, cause I was feeling kind of a little, not tired, but just kind of burned out. Something about Elvis just kind of gets you going. You know, listening to Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Something about listening to Vegas, or uh, Viva Las Vegas in Las Vegas, is, uh, you know, kind of works for me. But I got three special songs picked up for you, three special songs that I'm gonna play right now in honor of my friend Vicky. Oh, and by the way, when Vicky's talking about the buttons being in weird places and things like that, what she's talking about, and I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, Vicky is, uh, she's blind, visually impaired, whatever you wanna call it, and this app is a great app, but for accessibility options, there's some, there's some drawbacks for it. I'm obviously, I'm not visually impaired because I'm driving a truck. But a lot of my friends are. So I'm very sensitive to this issue. It's something that a few years ago I would have never thought of, thought anything about. But I do think about it now. And it's, you know, a lot of times they ha- these guys have to talk, You know, they have to contact developers, they have to get them, because a lot of the developers of these apps are like me, They just they just don't realize, you know, oh, hey, if I move this thing over here, or if like if you put two things like really close together it's a pain in the ass example the applause button and the um, favorite button it would be very easy if you're visually impaired to think you're hitting the applause button and you just unfavorited somebody show you like you know that would that, things like that just little things so it's something to think about so I don't know I'm a huge supporter of my visually support, visually impaired friends. And there is no genre or one answer for all of them because some are slightly, you know, can't see. Some are blind as a bat, like Marco. He can't see shit. Uh, one time, Marco was going to, he's from Australia, and he was going to show me his backyard and his neighborhood and his house. And I was like, yeah, I was really interested because I wanted to see what his world looked like. I had been listening to it for a long time. And uh, it was pitch black. And I said, geez, I think there's something wrong with the video. I can't see anything. And then I saw a little light on the camera. And I said, ah, you dork. you got to turn the light on. And he goes, oh, I forgot you were handicapped. You need the lights to see what's going on around you, don't you? Uh, (laughs) I I was like, yeah, man, I do. I can't get around the room without the lights on. It didn't faze him. He's, you know, he could he could navigate a, you know, you know, a crowded room, no problem. You know, with, with no not seeing anything. I can't. I'm completely at a loss. So we were laughing about that. But little things, you know, little things like that make a huge difference. So maybe they could move the buttons around a little bit. Even I've done that. I've I've hit the. You know, I've unfavorited people by accident. I must have, because, like, Paul Mahoney. I like Paul Mahoney. I'm not saying I'm saying your name right, Paul, but... I noticed that I had unfavorited his channel, and I was like, I didn't do that. I know I didn't do that, because I like listening to that guy. Especially when him and Scott Logo at it. It's hilarious. But, you know... I must have done it by accident when I went to go hit the applause... So, I don't know. So, little things like that. But the iPhones are quite amazing, you know, in their accessibility and how they work with people. I don't know. It's just something I've been, I've been, uh, it's a world I've been immersed in in the last couple of years. and I'm a strong advocate for these guys because I just believe in them. You know, just really good people who just need a little, a few little tools to change things around. That's all. Yeah, Kingfish. Hey, Mr. KT, how you doing? Good, man, good. Glad, we're, hope you're, glad you're back to call up with Anchor, hopefully. Yeah, I'm currently walking. I'm in Edwards, Colorado, walking from the restroom back to the truck, by the way. It's like a quarter of a mile away, and then when you get to this door, it's pitch black here. I got the flashlight. You get to the door, there's a sign on the door that says, careful, there's bears spotted in the area. Oh, my god. I'm thinking... You know, I mean, it's pitch black between where the truck is and where the restroom is. you think maybe you could have put a sign up by where the truck is?
1: Yeah, you, would, you you'd think that would be the, the, the right
0: thing to do. Yeah, because I mean, it, it's like a little bit of a walk, you know. I mean, I don't mind the walk, but I don't want it to turn into a, oh,
1: shit, I gotta go.
0: <laughs> run. You know what I mean? No, I hear you. I hear you. Remember your wife type deal. I got you. You know, and then we're at a high eleva- elevation to begin with, so it's like, you know.
1: Welcome to Colorado.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, where every breath is a labor. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know, and I'm just like, I'm, I don't want to be running across here. But, yeah, I got to, once I leave here, saw a meteorite a little while ago. Once I leave here, I got to go through Vale, which is just not too far from here. Then I got to go through the the tunnel, this big, huge, long tunnel. It's the highest open tunnel year-round tunnel in the world, elevation-wise. And then I go, then it's all downhill from there into Denver. Wow. So it's a good time. But there's no, there's a little bit of snow here on the grass, but there's definitely nothing on the interstate. In fact, I'm not even wearing a hoodie. Wow. I heard it was warm, unseasonably, you know, warm for Denver standards. Oh yeah, it, it 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 is. I couldn't believe it. I was there the uh, last week, and I was wearing. You know, I wasn't even wearing my jacket. Hey, the New Jersey Motor Speedway is that near you? Uh, in JMP? Yeah. New, New Jersey Motor Speedway, not down south in Millville. Oh well, there's the. If your Corolla can make it that far, that's where the they hold the race in New Jersey. Oh no, <laughs> dude, my Corolla. I, gotta, I wish I could send you a picture. It's actually in good
1: shape. Oh, no, it's, it's in really good shape. Uh, I haven't seen a picture yet. It's, uh, it, it seems like it's you know 2009, but that was
0: a uh, funny story. That was, that was in my garage. It was never used, so it's actually in really good shape. It's crazy. It's got less than 10,000 miles. Oh, my God. It's like a new car, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, and it was never used. It's just a backup car, and now here it is. It's, it's running smooth. Oh, my God. Look at you, Mr. KT, going to college. <laughs> With his brand new 2009 uh, Toyota, looking cool for the chicks <laughs> in college. Come on, baby, check me out on anchor. Come on, that's what I'm talking. Look at me, woo! I got a, I got a 2009 Toyota, baby. It, do, it, do, it doesn't even have a cigarette burning the seat yet. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Actually, it's, it's amazing how nice a car can be you put it in a garage. Oh, yeah. Because no, Jersey is another one of those places that, you know, it could be very hard on, your, on, a, on the car. Oh, yeah, winter. Yeah, winter's bad up here. Well, like my 2000, I have a 2000 Mustang GT convertible, and uh, it literally looks brand new. Even nice. the top looks new. But I don't, I don't drive it during the winter. It's a, it's a shit car in the winter anyway. I don't drive it during the winter, and then I uh, I never drive with the top up, because what's the point? Exactly. It's a midlife crisis car, man. The top's got to go down, you know. And uh, so, you know, I don't ever drive with the top up, so it almost never sees the sun. I think I think it's got like thirty-one thousand miles on it, and it's the tops maybe seen the sun for a couple hundred miles at the most.
1: Wow! Wow, that's crazy.
0: In fact, the top still looks brand. It looks darker now, I think, than when I first got it. And when I see tops from that year the two thousand Mustangs, they're all ripped up, got duct tape and shit all over them. You know, and I'm still cruising. Ooh, look at me. <laughs> they fish fishing you know. back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the and the crazy part of the crazy part about it is, is that my uh, I'm walking around the truck. Uh, I don't wake My co-driver. Up. The crazy thing about it is, uh, I'm outside. The crazy thing about it is. Is that it's uh, uh, you know the 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 car is like zero to sixty in like I don't know like four seconds or four three minutes. seconds or something yeah. something something ridiculous, and the truck that I'm used to is like zero to sixty in about five minutes <laughs> oh, you know? yeah yeah it's we're contrast Well, I'm out there like every year this happens almost every year, I'll be out there and I'll be like waiting for traffic because when you're in the truck, you sit there and you wait and you wait and you wait. You know, yeah. because because you, you need a big opening to to, to go around or whatever. And there's always some jerk off that's going really slow so that you have to wait longer. It's like they see you want to make a left turn so they slow down. But then when I right, am yeah. in the Mustang I'm like what the hell am I waiting for? What yeah. <laughs> why am I waiting? I can, I can, yeah, drop you, can the, book, you can book it, yeah. Yeah, I could drop the bomb, man. I mean it's like what am I waiting for? What the hell am I doing? And why did I make such a wide turn? <laughs> just so you see a truck, yeah. Yeah, because with the truck, you got to make super wide turns, otherwise you'll take something out. And it's like, what the hell? Why did I make a wide turn? That doesn't make any sense. You know, the wife's like, why did you make a wide turn? I'm like, I don't know. It's, just, it's out of habit, I guess, you know, it's because they've been doing this for so long. But uh, yeah, and that but that's an automatic. Because I, I, to be honest with you, I get tired of shifting. I can't stand it. I hear you. Because it's so Yeah, it's so different. It's it's completely different when I'm in the truck. You know, the the it's an unsynchronized transmission. And when I get in the car, I got to drive completely different. I just want to get in the car. I want to drop the drop the top, and then I just want to and turn the radio really loud and piss people off. Oh, when. Um. But now I got the new exhaust in the back. So not only do I got the loud pipes, but I got the uh, um, but I got the music going, you know. And it's got to be like something old school, you know. Something r- real rockish, you know. It's going to piss people off. Yeah. I, I like the har- Oh, did you want to hear is I'm going to tell you. I, I got to go pretty soon cuz I'm going to when I leave here I'll go ahead and just say goodbye cuz I'll lose the signal as soon as I leave here cuz there's so many hills. That's why I didn't pick up when you called earlier. Yeah, no problem. I knew I was just going to lose it. So anyway, they have a the 100-year anniversary of Harley-Davidson, right? Mm-hmm. And it's in Milwaukee, and you know they have this big, huge thing. It's like 250,000 motorcycles. It's so loud. The whole city's buzzing. And there's like 250,000 motorcycles and 225,000 trailers for the motorcycles because nobody could ride their bike more than 10 feet. But anyway, here's what happens. They, they have this huge, huge concert, right? And they kept it secret. But it wasn't like a secret; like everybody knew. It was like they really kept this thing secret, and nobody knew who was going to be there to perform. Okay, you know, I mean, it was really, really secret. Usually, everybody knows, right? They didn't right. know. So when you think Harley Davidson, you think hundred-year anniversary. You think Bob Seger. You think uh, Bruce Springsteen, Thirty Eight Special. You know, some kind of ballsy, kind of older bikerish kind of guy, right? Performing. Right. They got Elton John. They got Elton John. Elton John. They got Elton John. So all these guys, are, all these dentists and doctors and lawyers are out there, you know, riding their Harleys, and they're all wearing their leathers and shit. And it kind of put a whole new spin on the leathers that they were wearing. You know, it wasn't the effect I think they were going for. And so a bunch of people walked out because they were like, you know, hey, we love Elton John, but, you know, this is not, it's not the right time, right place, you know. Yeah, they went rocket. El- they went rocket man mode right out of there. <laughs> Just right out the door. So many apparently, so many people walked out that Elton John was like, he was like, "Fuck Milwaukee, I'm never coming back here again." <laughs> so that's how you get rid of Elton John if he's hanging around your neighborhood. Just don't don't you know when he starts playing, just go, "Hey, okay, okay," you oh, know. Man, but I was just like, who? And they kept. I, I, apparently, they fired the woman who picked Elton John. But I'm thinking, why would you pick Elton John? It was obviously her. It was a woman. So it was obviously her favorite performer. Probably. You know, and it's like, no, it it goes against the whole, you know, it should be like a a Leonard Scannard, you know, something kind of burly, kind of bikerish, kind of gritty, kind
1: of something you want. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, edgy, something in in like old school, old school, because he's. 'Cause all these guys are old school, because that's you you know, let's face it, you gotta you gotta be a doctor or a lawyer or a dentist or something to be able to afford a Harley these days. Exactly. You know, you can't just when I was a kid you could just walk in and buy one, you know. You can't do that shit anymore. Damn things cost more than a car. It's crazy. It is crazy. It really right? it really is crazy, yeah. Why a motorcycle costs more than a car nowadays, some unbelievable. Yeah, and all the shit that's on there. It's like, it's like, goddamn, look at the size of that thing. You might as well just buy a car. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like, or you see those big Honda Goldwings, you know? It's like, what the hell is that? It's like a, it looks like something out of a tank or something. Yeah, like movies. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like the guy's melding it, like he's going to morph into something, and like it's going to be some apocalyptic movie <laughs> of destruction. So, anyway, that's what they did. I just thought that was hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. No, no, I hear you, man. It's crazy. Elton, Elton John. <laughs> Jesus,
1: oh, Jesus.
0: Uh, uh, you know he he fell down, but he didn't get back up for that one. <laughs> you know he was he was pretty pissed. I don't blame him, I guess. But Jesus, what the hell was he thinking? He, he probably thinking, oh look at all those guys in leather. They're gonna love me. Elton <laughs> oh, John, yeah. He'll start he'll, sing, sing, he'll start. He'll sing rocket Man. <laughs> and they all like, what the heck? Throw tomatoes oh. at him. Oh man. Oh, oh man! It was insane. It was the funniest thing. I just couldn't stop laughing. Anyway, I gotta get back in the truck. My hands are getting numb. No problem. I'm dude. gonna get going, but I'm gonna say goodbye because I'm gonna lose the signal, and I don't want to have a bad thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. No problem. Go out to talk. Yeah, it's it's good to be back. It uh, it was really weird not having the the phone for a whole week. It was kind of bizarre. I had to use my co-driver's phone. He's got one of those androids. Oh, okay. And uh, oh, dude, it, when you're used to the iPhone and then you gotta go use one of those androids, it's like. You know what primitive bullshit is this? Exactly. Yeah, and it's like. No, iOS is just so much. It's simpler. So much simpler. Oh, and everything's dial. It's like call whatever. I'm using his Android, and I'm just like, you know, what? You know, what is this? It's like it's like Lincoln Logs or something. You know, it's (laughs) like I gotta put this thing together before I make a phone call. Oh my god. You know what? It was a what do you call it? Galaxy S7 or something? And I thought, yeah. is this thing going to blow up on me, or I mean what's going on here? you know uh, so I don't know you know it's it's you know it's, it's just it's just the same it's just enough the same to to mess you up
1: no exactly exactly
0: which is the same platform just messes you up in a weird way when you're used some yeah gosh yeah because yeah, it's it's like they both do exactly the same thing, but in just slightly different ways. if they were completely different, it would be easier to do. But because they're just a little bit off of each other, it screws it up even more. Because you think you know what you're doing, and you don't. Wow. it's crazy. Well, that, and, yeah. that and Android users are weirdos. I'm sorry, Android users, but you know who you are. All right, well, you we, know, we just got called out. <laughs> them out. You know, them out yeah. uh, I guess we call ins on that one now, won't we? <laughs> yeah, there you will. Okay. Well, I've had an Android for 20 years. I've been able to make at least three phone calls and it's never had a problem. Oh, man. I I could replace my battery. Oh, man. This positive vibe says the man in a million stories. Oh, man. Oh, you have no idea. We'll talk about the lightning next time. Okay. All right, King. I appreciate you, man. Talk to you later, man. No problem. Okay it is currently seven degrees I am just about to enter I mean Colorado on I-70 it's cold man it is so cold we have the heater on full blast anyway I'm going east I'm just about to hit the tunnel the Eisenhower tunnel which is on I-70 which is the highest all-year-round open tunnel in the world at the highest elevation know you can't go through here with hazmat if you have hazmat you have to go around the tunnel which is damn near howl let's see if we can make it through here without losing the signal generally you can't Eisenhower Edward C. Johnson Memorial Tunnel elevation 11,558 feet we're going through the Johnson side is the westbound side or sorry the eastbound side we're going through the Johnson side and the Eisenhower portion is on the westbound side for some reason, Marco from the Blind Sports Network gets a little excited every time he hears about the Johnson Tunnel. Quite honestly, I just don't get it. It's a little strange to me that he erupts in fits of laughter and and uh, asks me to send some pictures of, uh, of the Johnson Tunnel. Uh, I don't get it. It's a little strange to me, but hey, whatever you're into, I don't know, he's always talking about. How much he loves a Long Johnson and what he could do with one. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's just a tunnel that's really long. And, you know, once you get to the other side of this thing, it's damn near just like straight down. It's when it's icy, it's scary as hell. So anyway, if you uh, listen to the Berlin Sports Network, which I highly recommend, you'd be shocked. at uh, You know, their soundscape, seriously, I'm joking around, but their soundscape. And the way he sets the microphones up for whatever the event is he's covering is fantastic. And he's the one that does it. He's one of the commentators, but he also sets the microphones up for the soundscape. And it's well worth listening to. Because the last time I listened to a cricket match, uh, that's a girl sport, by the way. The last time I listened to a cricket match, it sounded like you were literally right there in the game. His sound was Oh, it was perfect it literally was perfect I would listen just for the soundscape you know you know it was just I don't know I can't recommend it enough the guy does a fantastic job so in all seriousness I highly recommend you guys check him out but anyway I'm inside the. I'm still inside the tunnel that's how long this tunnel is we're gonna shoot out the other end in just a few minutes things really long every like 80 feet or so there's a camera if you break down they will send help to you you are not allowed to get out of your vehicle this thing has its own water supply its own electrical generation Uh, oh yeah and also the sign will flash overhead stay in your vehicle stay in your vehicle yeah, every 80 feet or so I think it's every 80 feet there's a control tower in the middle not sure where in the middle but somewhere in the middle there's a control tower and they watch everything that goes on in that tunnel looks like NASA inside that control tunnel I've seen pictures of it I've never been inside on the outside now we're we just shout out the other end how impregnating We are now on the outside of the tunnel. It is straight downhill, baby. Straight downhill to Denver. (laughs) Ooh, oh wow. On the other side of the tunnel, it was seven degrees. Now on this side of the tunnel, it is 25 degrees. 23 degrees. Hmm. Amazing the difference. Remember one time, 35 seconds. I was uh, 22 degrees. I was going westbound, and it was absolutely just beautiful on the eastbound side of the tunnel. And then I came out of the tunnel, and it was like, what the hell? It was like I entered Narnia or something. It was everything was pure white. It was insane, and I had not been up here, so I didn't know how it could be. It was really quite exciting. Five, four, three, two, one. Sucked you out in Denver.
1: Hey there. Okay, I don't remember. Or I don't. I didn't understand a word that you guys said about the cars. But still, it was neat to to listen to the both of you just talking about them um I don't know. I just I just like to listen to people talk about things that they know a lot about. Um even if I don't really get it, it's like, oh, oh wow, just the the passion is, you know, is pretty catching. But you guys were mentioning Elton John and and you know him doing the the biker show thing and You know, at first I kind of raised my eyebrows and then I had this funny image of him singing, you know, The Way You Look Tonight or something like that and... Yeah. (laughs) Funny. What I don't get is why no one vetoed it.
0: Oh, Vicky. We all wondered that too. We all thought, how crazy is this? But keep in mind, you know, normally when they have big events like that, you know, they always say, oh, this secret person's gonna be there, and you know, and it's never a secret. Everybody knows who it is. This was actually a secret. Nobody actually knew that Elton was gonna be there until he walked on the stage. And so you got all these guys wearing these chaps. <laughs> what are you gonna wear tonight? That's funny, because uh, all these guys are wearing chaps and leathers and, you know, and basically they're, it's either they're either dressed like, like the biker guys they want to be or they're dressed like they're ready for a gay porn. Either one. Ooh, look at all the lights here. Very, very cool. You know, it's the same outfit for either one. So it's actually pretty funny. But, um, oh, it was like the big buzz for a couple of days. But who doesn't like Alta John? Come on. But I don't want to listen to Alta John where I'm wearing chaps and lathers. That's just freaky as hell. So, yeah, and as for the car, yeah, that was, uh, KT's got a 2009 Toyota Corolla, which is the ultimate chick magnet. I mean, this thing's a classic. KT cruises through the college boulevards, and he says, hey, check out my Corolla, baby. Look how good I took care of this car. I'm going to take care of you. So that's what we were talking about mostly with the car. Yeah, it's just a, just a chick magnet mobile. Oh, by the way, I made it to the downside of Denver. Finally, I'm in Denver, it took forever. Big downhill. It's, uh, top of the hill, it was like seven degrees. Now it's like 36, so temperature's gone. Oop, just dropped to 29. This thing isn't very accurate, so who knows how, you know, what it really is, but somewhere in that area are gonna run the 70 to the 76 and then we're gonna boogie on up Chicago whether we go to Denver from Chicago I don't know try not to I'll soon go home but since I didn't get much time I didn't get any time off last week because that nonsense with Kansas City but we'll just have to see what happens bumpy road all I know is I'm glad to get off that hill because it's just downhill all the way you know a portions when I'm going up that hill, I'm doing about 25 miles an hour. When I'm going down, I'm doing some sections of that, I'm doing about 45. But see, that's where the experience comes in. Because when I'm driving these hills, I'm acting on the hills. Because I know where to start my uphill climb, and I know where to, you know, let it ride. And pick up some speed. Newer driver who's not used to these hills, he's reacting to it. So he's driving to the hill. I'm driving before I get to the hill. Huge difference. I'm acting, he's reacting. It takes a while to get used to that. Makes a world of difference. Makes for a much smoother drive. So, oh, and as I was halfway down the hill, um, I got a voicemail on my phone. I dropped the phone here in the truck and I had my co-driver call me earlier. So I could see if I could find it. Anyway. That voicemail finally came in like six hours later. And I had just stopped at that rest area. It was right after I had stopped at that rest area. And I thought, oh, shit. I think I might have left Doug in the rest area. But I looked at the timestamp and it was at 3 o'clock. So I did not leave him behind, thank goodness. And his jacket's here. Because if I left him behind, it's a long walk back to Chicago.